and welcome to Podcast 572. I am your host, as always, Kyle. I'm joined by my friend Dan, and we have a special guest today. I have uh, my friend Matt, who's joining us. You're joining us from South Carolina. <laughs> so uh, we've been off for a couple weeks. We've had, you know, different things going on in each in each of our lives and stuff. And so hopefully we're getting back to a regular schedule here. But we got plenty to talk about, plenty of big games that have come out. Uh, the first one we're going to talk about as we jump into games that we've been playing is one that I've hundred percent and you just finished Dan and Matt, I guess you get to hear about it and that's horizon forbidden West. So mm-hmm. I guess I'll start with you, Dan, <laughs> at least you finished the story. What did you think of forbidden West? Yeah. So I just finished the story, uh, right before we started this, uh, kind of on purpose to make sure I had kind of all of it done. Like, I'll, I'll backtrack a little bit and say that before this game came out, I went and I back and I played the DLC for the first one because I'd never done that before, just to kind of get myself into the mood to play this one. And it reminded me of just how much I really like everything this series kind of has to offer in terms of like controls and like the design and like the world and everything. So that that DLC was actually really good. Um, I don't like the the wintry sections as much as the other parts, <laughs> just because it seems to kind of take away from it, but. Yeah, uh, I mean, this game, the, the, the sequel has a lot more in terms of variety, in terms of like where you can go. But uh, overall, I mean, I probably put in about probably about 45 hours, I'd say. Yeah, 45, I, okay. I did a lot of side quests. I didn't do all of them because that's one thing <laughs> I'll talk about is there's a lot. Like there is a lot. I did 45 hours and my map is probably 70% full. Like, yeah, there's so many map. places I haven't been or seen or anything like that. Like it is just... It's kind of overwhelming, and the okay. only reason I feel like it's overwhelming yeah. is because the rewards for side quests and like errands aren't good. Like, they're yeah, not, they're not. You don't really good. start earning really good weapons until the end of the game. Like, you know, I just started finally getting like legendary weapons and stuff, which are great. But like the upgrade path for those are insane. Um, the story is, I would say, the first the story of the first one is better because. You're kind of it's way better. Like I didn't care for the story. Like you're being introduced to the world as it grows. So like you're learning things Mm -hmm. about the the first one. The second one is like you have to have all the pre-established knowledge of the first game. They kind of gloss it over in the beginning, but there's there's that cannot prepare you for what is about to happen. Especially when you hit the twist about halfway through, which we won't give any spoilers. But there there is a there is a a twist in the game game where. Everything you thought you knew about what is happening mm-hmm. to the planet is not what is happening. <laughs> exactly. Not even close. Yeah. <laughs> like, and then it's a little off the rails. At least yeah, I thought it was off the rails. But then it's funny too because then so it starts to go off the rails, but it still kind of makes sense. And then they explain it more. Like, there's a big story dump, maybe eighty percent of the way through the game. But then yeah. the last mission of the game goes off the rails even farther. To and I, I don't like it when games do this, but I get it. To set up, like, I told Kyle, like, this is our idea for a sequel, roll credits. And it's just like, okay, well, yeah, that's fine, I guess. Maybe it'll be a DLC, but I doubt it because it seems like it's a much bigger thing they have to address. For sure. But if it's a sequel, I don't want to wait another four years for the next part of this. Probably be five, but. (laughs) Yeah, I don't even know what that is. So, like, it's kind of a bummer just because I feel like they could have wrapped it up. But, uh. Like, I I won't. So what I'll say is, like, I don't have the complaint I would with, like, The Last of Us where, like, I think The Last of Us was a perfect game. It didn't need a sequel. Right. This, you know, Horizon totally needed a sequel. 
it was it totally set up for a sequel. The Last of Us is a game that is not set up for a sequel either, and they just said we got to fucking make it. No, and we talked it, about when Last of Us came out. We're like, there is room for more stories to be told in that world. It did not yeah. have to be them again. Yeah, and, and that's what they had. Horizon is Aloy's world, and which is mm-hmm. fine. I love Aloy as a character. She's a cool character. Yeah, it's cool. But yeah, it's. <laughs> And like this, this franchise it deserves to live on, and it will continue because, like, let's face it, Gorilla is making hella money well, off the, this, and Resistance world, is dead. Like, it is gone. It's gone. They're not going to make another Resistance. And like, I'll I'll say like the open world of Horizon is fantastic. Like, it's, it's one really of the best good. open worlds that I've had. I've played in in. Well, we'll talk about the other open world game right. I'm playing, but but it's one of the best open worlds like of this type, like an Ubisoft type. I I liken this game to like an yeah. Ubisoft game because that's what it is. You have your checklist. You have like a, they regurgitate it's a bunch of icons on the map. Yeah, yeah, it's very Far Cry, but not not as in your face as Far Cry. Like I don't know if you played Far Cry Six. Far Cry Six. It's like you walk out of that first mission everything is on the map and it's just like there's it's overwhelming yeah this, this game, game made it feel like, it's not like that yeah it's just like you have to get to a point to see more so you can get to the next point to see more does like, it would you say it spoils is it a spoiler to talk about the antagonists of this game i think if i think we could probably talk about there is a group of people they're uh, called the Zenith, right? They're called the Zenith. They're, okay. they're, it's a group of people. And I got to be honest, like, <laughs> towards the end, like, the, there's look, a reveal of them that is even more more crazy. But They look like the fucking Eternals. That was yeah. what I thought of when That's, I saw yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. When and the, that was, when and the, I was like, I hate this already. They and they show up. Mm-hmm. And that one, and you know, in that one story mission, I'm just I'm, that's literally the first time I had is like, yeah, the Eternals, like, it's like the character <laughs> that's that the first thing that came into my head. I'm like, yeah, it's, it's uh-huh. out of left field. Well, the thing is, is too, it's like there's no explanation, like, they just kind of appear and they're like, hey, guess what? Yeah. We're here, and you're like, oh, I guess so. And they're like future tech business suits, yeah, what I would I mean, call like it, everything like, in the game kind of is. And then, they but they float like, around weird, I also like, felt I don't know. like. <laughs> there's no real explanation towards the end for like how you manage to overcome them. If you know what I mean? Like they don't yeah. really explain and it. It kind of happens and, and you just kind of roll with it. And then yeah. the final boss is, it's kind of a letdown because it's yeah. 20 I mean, minute. You won't go into spoiler, but it's, yeah, it's a long, it's a 20 it's minute a mission of just running to get to this <laughs> thing. And, and that's <laughs> it. And I, yeah. and I thought there'd be one more thing and they really set it up. Like it could happen. And then it just doesn't, and it's just crap. yeah, uh, yeah. Like I really like the game. I love the series. Like it's it's overwhelming. Will I go back and finish all the side quests and stuff now that I'm done? Probably not. Like it's just it's too much. I don't even think you have to do everything to get the platinum. Like I actually platinum. Yeah, you I platinum the first one. You don't. So. I have. I, like I was told you before, I have like three trophies left. Um, one did of you them run was, into any technical issues because I oh, did. Yeah. Um, okay. I ran I ran into a couple random things. Now to be fair, a lot of the stuff I ran into was patched relatively quickly. Yeah. Like I ran here. into a side quest where I couldn't finish it because I could not talk to the guy. He's standing right there. <laughs> yeah, that There's happened no to that happened to Ross too. Yeah, and it yeah. drove me nuts. And I'm like, what the hell? I quit the game. I I turned my system off and on, reloaded, nothing. It was stuck. Like, you, man, did you play I'm assuming you played on performance mode with like 60 frames. Um yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you have any frame did you have any of the frame rate issues cuz I had two instances where like yes, I'm in I the middle of a battle good. and all of a sudden like the frame rate would not keep up to the point I that really I had to shut it. my system off 
after I finish because I'm like I'm into this story mission. I can't just shut it off. Right. So I like somehow made it through at like 20 frames a second and finished it, and then it just wasn't fixing itself. So I'm like I'm just gonna shut off my system and turn it back on, and then it was fine. I think and mine was lower than that. I I think I must have been in like single digits. It was bad. It was bad. I, was like, I, I don't know like, how I finished it. I remember what happened. Mission. I was fighting two things, and all of a sudden it just starts to chunk. Have you done? Because uh, this brings up my other, my other like, I, it's a technical issue in, in that someone was a fucking idiot. Um, did you? And I'll explain. But did you do the trials like where you have to go and do all of the? Um, and maybe they patch this now. I don't know. But you have to go to those different arenas and like That's one fight. of the things that have. Okay, so like. I don't know if they've patched it yet, but you'll get to one where the move you have to do is printed on the screen as right bump or uh, R1, 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 R2. I sat at this for a fucking hour and she's just not doing the move. And I finally Googled it because I'm and I should have Googled it sooner. And somebody's like, oh, yeah, they put it in the game. It's supposed to be R1, R1, R2. They put an extra one in the fucking thing, like in the game. And I'm like, you need to patch this. (laughs) Like there's an hour of me sitting there just screaming at the TV at one point. So I'm like, how the fuck is this wrong? Like, so when you get there, you see that, Dan, just know it's R1, R1, R2. To be fair, that's probably patched. Like, they've been pretty good. Really quick patches. There's already been like seven patches for the game. Yeah. I feel like every time I turned on the system, it was like time to patch. The other weird thing I would have is sometimes, um, I'd have random grapple points in the air that weren't connected to anything. Yeah. That was kind of bizarre. For, for a game that is all about traversal, there is a shocking amount of times where I feel like the game works against you in the traversal. It's where, like, you're supposed to do that, like, hey, just press circle and you'll jump behind you. Like, half the time that didn't work for me. I'm like, she yeah, just or like, I'm like, oh. Or like, they do a really good job of, like, mapping out lines on rocks where you can climb. Yeah. And that doesn't always seem to work either. Like, you'll just get no. stuck and she won't move. <laughs> exactly you have to like go down to come back up so like it's got weird weird things the other thing i kept running into which got patched was uh random black screen for like two seconds okay that was just a thing and i was i was like man this is bizarre and then i turned <laughs> off the next patch and we're like fix this you're reading random black screen for a while. <laughs> that's fine uh, but yeah i mean overall like i love it I think it's really good. Yeah, overall, I, like yeah, even if you put the like shortcomings of the story aside, like I think the open world's fun enough to explore that you can look at it and go, "Well, the story of this one's kind of mediocre at times," but like the open world's fun to. There's explore. so much still, to do and just like explore and find, and and it's still fun to play as Aloy. Like she's a cool character. She's so. awesome. She's yeah. really, one of the best original characters in a lot. Exactly. So yeah, great game. But yeah, Horizon Horizon is really good. So, I mean, all right. So I, the other big game of the week, which I've been playing, uh, you haven't played Dan and I know you haven't played it, Matt, yeah. is Elden Ring. I am 30 hours into the game. Uh, uh, of those 30 hours, maybe two of it, I have spent doing the actual story. Uh, and it, I use the term story loose because Souls games don't really have like great stories to begin with. Like you can get into that lore, but I don't, that's not what they're, that's not the point of them um with that being said like it's cool because like in a normal souls game like dark souls or bloodborne if you go to a boss and you go i i can't beat this boss it's way too fucking hard you have to go and level grind this game because of its open world and it's it's all open from the beginning there's nothing gated off (laughs) so you get your uh like ghost horse pretty early like within the first like hour you can ride that horse anywhere like you but pretty it, much go anywhere. If it's not gated off, like how do you still have to fight the main bosses in order? No. Okay. So you don't. 
So you don't have to fight like there's a there's a specific story and that part of the game that is like most like Dark Souls. They're called legacy dungeons. So like I, the first legacy dungeon, which is like Storm, I think it's called Stormville Castle. I went when I first started the game. I couldn't even make it up the hill because there's this. So like you walk into there's this big gate. The gate opens. There's a bunch of dudes with arrows. And then right up top, there's like this archway with this giant like forest troll. And he just fucking jumps down. <laughs> and I was like, I can't do this yet. And that thing just killed me. And I was like, all right, well. I'm just going to go explore this way. And that's what I realized as I started playing. I'm like, this is like breath of the wild. Like you can just go anywhere. You can find like random caves. There's shit in these and each of the caves and like dungeons and stuff that you find out in the world. It's it. They're all different and they're all full of like bosses. You would normally see in a dark souls type game anyways. So you might go bumbling into a cave. And at the end of it, there's this like crazy, like I think the one I fought today, I went through some cave and at the end of it, it was like a, what I can only describe you as like a cat creature. It was uh, pretty creepy. So, uh, but yeah, it's, it's wild, but I'd say in terms of like open world design, it is like a grown up breath of the wild. But it's like more like, you know, Breath of the Wild is it's very open, but there's a lot of open space. There's not a lot of like enemies and stuff. This game, there's shit everywhere. (laughs) Like you might. One of my favorite things that happened to me in the game is like I'm riding by this big mountain and like I got pretty close to the mountain. I'm just riding through because I'm like, I'm going to explore this area. All of a sudden, it just like the side of this mountain just burst open and this fucking giant bear came out of it and started chasing me. And I'm like, I don't think I should be here. So. Uh, it's a wild game. I haven't even uncovered most of the maps. Like when I started it, I looked at the map, like what you have. And I'm like, oh, this game's not really that big. I don't see what people are you know, talking about. And then I started exploring more and more. And it just, you keep finding map points that uncover more of the map. And it just, it starts like this and it just keeps expanding, expanding, expanding. I'm like, how big is oh, this? It's a, lot, game? So it's a lot bigger than so. like the, the shots I've seen of people playing in the beginning. Yes, like, way bigger than like it's like the biggest yeah. game I've played in a while. It's absurd. Like it's huge. I'm like it looks like you could run like Horizons map is huge. Like it is bigger than Horizon. Yes. All right, no, that's crazy. <laughs> no question, no question. And like the thing I'll say too is like it does have some technical. Like every Souls game has had technical problems. This one it doesn't hit as consistent sixty. Like it's it say it's like fifties. I'm playing on the PS5. Um, it doesn't hit like a consistent frame rate, but it's, it's decent enough that like you just accept it, but it's a bummer. Cause like I look at the blue point, uh, demon souls remake for a couple years ago, whatever that launched the PS five. That is a tremendous achievement of a video game. Like that game's still one of the best, like looking PS five games. This game is pretty close to that, but because of that frame rate and stuff, it kind of tanks it just a little bit, but, um, just every like I've enjoyed every part of it. There's there's such a map variety to like there's one whole area, which I'm just going to tell you is like hell. You've probably seen memes of it. I forget. It start, the yeah. area starts with the sea. So you probably see the memes was like, don't go to this area. It's just all dragons and people on fire. Uh, <laughs> I ran I ran through that area on my horse uh, earlier today, and I was just like, we're not coming back here for a while. <laughs> I just gave up and like left that area. Um, but like I found another area off to like the, the east side of the map that's just this like underwater village that leads to some sort of like castle. That's pretty cool. I don't know what's in that castle. I'll find out. <laughs> so... Uh, it's cool. Like, and the thing I would say is for this game, especially like every dark souls game always has the, you know, like what's too fucking hard, you know, whatever. 
I feel like this is the most accessible one because unlike the other Dark Souls, like I said, where you hit a wall and then what can you do? You go and grind levels. This game, there's so much you can go do. Right. Like, again, 28 of my hours have been spent just, hey, what's on this side of the map? Oh, that is a fucking huge troll here that's throwing rocks at me. That's cool. Like, <laughs> so it's a really, really cool game. And I think it's the best. Like if you if you've ever looked at one of these games, again, I don't think I could do that. I think this is the one for you because <laughs> there's just so much to it. So I will say, like, as someone who the only one I've ever really played is the original one, Demon Souls on PS3. Okay, I'd read about that for a long time before it was coming out. Thought it sounded awesome, mm-hmm. and, I just, and I played through. I think like a, the first couple boss in that game, it just was like, you know what, this isn't for me. <laughs> and, like, and like all of these have come out over the years. Obviously, like you know, I've sold all of them to people for yes decades. And um, <laughs> you know, people rave about them. And it's just it's never been for me. But like the more I watched about this one, the more it seemed like a game I might want to try. Just because for sure. I can just go do it and I don't have to. It's not a linear game help, hidden in an open world like some of those. Well, other the games. other thing that I'll say is is cool about this in comparison to all the other ones. Like the other ones, there there are very specific classes. Like here is your mage. Here is your warrior. Here is your knight. This game, it is structured like I played as a knight as I always do. But you, I've actually turned my knight into a mage hybrid. Which you can kind of do in the other Souls game, but it's not really you're not really meant to. In this game, totally. It doesn't matter so like i i have my two swords and then i just have a fucking magic staff and that's sometimes i'm just shooting magic out of that staff and that's pretty cool so level 53 (laughs) so it's uh i don't know it's gonna take me forever it's literally gonna take me forever to get through this game (laughs) but uh i've been with this series since the original dark souls where blight town was like the worst thing you could ever go through and that was only amplified by the frame rate where it's like single digits. You're trying to go down these fucking ladders in this dark, dingy area with people throwing spears at you and like really nasty stuff. That place is a joke in the remaster because it's a lock 60. So it's like you can see everything. Um, I mean, Dark Souls will probably always be my favorite of these games because that was the first one I that connected with. I didn't, I didn't really play. I played a little bit of demon souls, but I didn't really experience it till that remake that came out. Um, but this might overtake it <laughs> just because of how huge it is. And I think it's the first, like we've seen it at least ever since breath of the wild came out, we've seen a ton of games trying to like be like breath of the wild. Yeah. But I think this is the first one that actually really captures the spirit of what open world breath of the wild style is. And does a really good job with it. Because again, it isn't just, oh, well, you have to follow this linear path. It is so fucking open. You'd go anywhere. That was kind of the thing for me where I, I, I'll say this, like this game for me has the most like open world design that I have liked since Oblivion. So, which is like my jaw dropping game of <laughs> one of my jaw dropping games of my life where I, you walk out of that dungeon, you're like, I can go anywhere. <laughs> and that's kind of the same thing for this game. So uh, the game's also doing insanely well. I think it's the yeah. best selling game of this year right now. So oh, for sure. Well, so. it took a lot of hype away from horizon. Exactly. So Dan, why don't you tell me about the tiny Tina standalone? Well, I've just been, I've just been, I guess you could say brushing up on my borderland stuff because I know, I know you're, you're checked out 
on the series, but I'm actually excited. I'm for not going to play. I'm excited yeah. for Borderlands <laughs> just because realistically, the last Borderlands content I enjoyed was this Tiny Tina stuff because okay, as crazy as like all the Borderlands games are and like you know different planets and all the different guns and stuff. Like there was something about like it being a D and D game that just kind of made it more fun and more. Like leaning did they into do, that fantasy type. Did they stuff. do anything with Tiny Tina in Borderlands Three? I think she's in it at some point. Like okay, reference. I haven't. I haven't played enough of that one because I found <laughs> three was the one where, where we got to that mission with the dude wearing the underwear on his head, and I told you I can't do this anymore. I just, like the, well, the thing is, the like the sad part is, like those games always play really well. They do, and, like, but the, the story the writing, is so bad. Yeah, writing went on a steep decline towards three. Yeah, like absolutely. So like this Tiny Tina stuff, like they, you know, they gave it away as a plus game, and I figured um, it's weird because they've turned it into its own standalone game. Like it's its own. Yeah, it's a, it, it's still like a couple. It's a couple dozen hours just to play this, which was an expansion okay. for a game at one point. Like this is a full game, and especially if you want to like finish everything and do the raid boss and all kind of stuff. But I really, I really just wanted to play it to get back into like. I guess you could say like good Borderlands mode, <laughs> so that I yeah. can give Borderlands a shot because I'm going to play that with a couple buddies of ours and uh, yeah, and run through it because like obviously like those games are far superior when enjoyed with other people. Like oh, any of those are yeah, I, I, like you don't solo those. <laughs> well, for like Elden Ring, for the most part, a single player game. Horizon's a definite single player game. Those are huge open worlds, but like that feels like those are meant to be pl- experienced that way. Like Borderlands doesn't feel like it's meant to be explored no but, it's meant to be a co-op experience well like especially with like all the different classes and all that kind of stuff so i you know i finished um a full uh, like a full run with a character i've been like almost all the second one with a character because i'm essentially just trying to level so i can do the raid boss which is like the four dragons at once which is insane in that game yeah because like one can kill the other one does acid like it's just insane especially if you're by yourself like it's it's almost unmanageable so I've just been playing through that to get myself in in Wonderlands mode, which is in a couple of weeks here. But like, um, before I even it's touch twenty fifth, right? Yeah, but I mean, before I even okay. touch that, I've got everybody's favorite co op oh. action game, Stranger oh, yeah. of Paradise. Stranger of Paradise, which I played oh, the yeah. demo of. I will I tell you in the first. Perfect. Okay, you don't need to, but I'll tell you in the first like two minutes of that demo is like him and the homies hanging out on a boat. Oh, and yeah. the guy walks over. This is a literal cutscene. I hope you. I hope they played at the beginning of the game too. This one buddy walks over and he goes, "What's wrong with you, Jack?" And he just looks up and goes, "I just want to fight chaos." Oh, yeah, hell and yeah. It made me laugh out loud. That's all he wants so, to do, man. And you know, it's uh, funny too. Is like it seems like they actually started to lead into that. Like, okay, they realized. I think they did. Cool. I think they did. But like even for like the marketing and stuff, they've kind of leaned into it. So it seems um, like it. I don't know. I'm I'm all about that game. I think it looks insane. Like it's a prequel to Final Fantasy One, which is insane. Uh, I'm interested in it. I don't know if I'm going to buy it right when it comes out because I feel like that's a game where it's going to go on sale right away. Well, it's a square game. It's a square, <laughs> it's a square game. game. It'll be and like I was looking at the stuff that comes out at the end of this month, and like I I think unless it reviews poorly, I think I really want to play Ghostwire because that game looks really interesting. It's so, interesting, but like that game, I don't, I don't know. I want to see what it reviews is. Yeah, I, I want to see. Yeah. you need a review. 
to figure out what it is. Exactly. Because that's that's part of that Bethesda deal. And it's like they didn't talk about that game for like two years. And then now all of a sudden, it disappeared. Like in February, they're like, hey, it's coming out next month. Like, oh, okay. They announced it it for like the state of play before the PS5 came out. (laughs) Yeah. So it's it's just, it's a weird. Like, oh, wow. What is that? It almost looked like a visual novel game to me at at one point. Then all of a sudden, it's like an action game. And it's like, oh, okay. Well, they put out a visual novel, like prequel things. I downloaded that because it's free, but I haven't haven't looked at it because I just play Elden. I mean, honestly, I'm just going to be playing Elden Ring. So right. <laughs> I don't well, need I to wanted to, and the main reason I wanted to get Horizon done was Stranger Paradise is on Friday, and I wanted to jump mm-hmm. to that. Yeah, and the, and the oh, craziest yeah. thing about that game is I didn't even realize until that demo came out that that game has co-op play. I didn't know that either until you told me, which is cool. Yeah, like, and it's it's cool because I read up more on it just to make sure because I'm gonna again that's another game I'm gonna play with a couple buddies where. It's uh, it's Devil May Cry. Like it's it's it is. It's not. They they were trying to say it's a Souls game. It's not. Yeah, it's Devil May Cry. But it's it's cool because like it's shared progression. So if you play with someone okay. else, you leave, you keep your progress, which seems like basic knowledge for most games. But it doesn't it should be. But that's really games. hard for a lot of people. To uh, and then how it works is just whoever the host is, is plays as Jack, and then mm-hmm. the other two people play as whatever two the homies. Jack okay, it's for the homies. So okay. <laughs> but, but like it also what their names are, so. it also works slightly differently. Where like I guess in the main game, everybody you have like one class you are at a time. Like okay. but in the in multiplayer, you each pick two. Okay. So you can kind of like build a team <laughs> if you want. Like you could have a swordsman and a red mage and somebody healing, or you could just do three swordsmen and just go nuts if you want. All right. They said the difficulty won't necessarily be that much harder if you have multi- multiple people because they still want to keep it fun, but it'll it'll go up a little bit. So I'm definitely into so, it. I just the more I look at it, I'm like, man, this is a screen. This game is going to be on sale. Like I've played it a couple times. It reminds me a lot of Two Human. Which isn't a good kind thing. Of, yeah. Which isn't a good thing, but... Two Human 2 is out. It's called Babylon's Fall. Wow. That's <laughs> your real Two Human 2. Babylon's Fall. I played, the, I played that demo. That is... Uh, I didn't. It's a game that exists. I... And it looks like <laughs> Like, it is... I love how they try to defend it, that that's an art style. No, it isn't. It's bad. It's bad. It so looks- the... The last, like, brief thing that I'm going to talk about, and then we'll jump into my Odyssey with my broken PS4 real quick... Uh, game pass they threw up this random ass game called infernax and i knew nothing about this game and i was like what the fuck is this you know i download it is like someone made a a eight bit love letter to castlevania 2 like okay. someone really likes simon's quest and okay. basically made that game and it's really fucking good it's on game pass it's on ps5 like you can buy it because i looked into it but yeah but it's on game pass i'll just do it there. yeah it's really cool i have not played much of it but like you totally have like decisions you can make like you can save certain people you can kill certain people and that those all have like effects like over what's going to happen in it, but it's on Game Pass, so it was just a random thing. Like I saw a picture of it when I was looking through the Game Pass app. I'm like, I've never heard of this game, and it's it's pretty cool. So we'll talk briefly about my broken PS4 Odyssey because it's really fucking stupid. So <laughs> and Matt knows because I've told him the story, but so I don't use my PlayStation 4 that much anymore. It's on the upstairs bedroom TV. I use it to watch like Netflix and, and Hulu and shit sure. at night. I don't really play games on. I think the last game I played on it is that uh, Dungeon Encounters game. <laughs> it's, okay. You know, whatever. Yeah. But I, so what I do, I have my TV set up. So like I put on, you know, I fall asleep watching Unsolved Mysteries. TV turns off at 2 a.m. PlayStation goes into rest mode. For whatever reason, my PlayStation decided to get stuck in rest mode. And then my controller stops working. 
and like no matter what i what like what cable i used to plug in it will light up on the controller and say hey we're charging but it won't turn on and so i'm ripping my hair out and trying to figure out i'm like how did this thing just die like in two days so i finally have our, our mutual friend ross come over i was like bring your over your ps4 controller and your cable and like okay so we turn on we discover oh well not only like there's you know that problem i also have the blue light of death so the hard drive i had in it which was that two terabyte i replaced is dead at this point not really a big deal because all my saves are in the cloud and on the ps5 so who cares but i was like well i'm just gonna buy a cheap ssd i bought a 120 gigabyte ssd and i put that in that ps4 pro so i got that i slapped that in and was like whatever i'll do all this stuff Still can't get these controllers. Like, so I was like, whatever, I'll go out and buy a brand new controller. So in 2022, I went to GameStop and I bought a brand new PS4 <laughs> controller. You brought a brand new controller. I bought a brand new controller. controller. Yeah. And I traded in my uh my orange one, the one that I really like, but I'm like, whatever, I guess it's broken. I get I get back, I plug in the, the controller, still not working. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like so I finally start going down a YouTube hole and I found some dude's video where he explains, oh, well, the cable you use has to also have data connection, like in order to do this. And I'm like, I don't know if any of these do. Oh, so I dug and dug and dug. You're trying and to finally, the PS4. When you, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and, yeah. I, and so I finally found one in the drawer of like 800 cables I have and that works. So PS4 Gotta is saved that. and it's upstairs <laughs> like with a sweet 120 gig ssd <laughs> but whatever <laughs> I, I installed i think uh dungeon encounters and then that uh i don't know if you ever, have you ever seen that fell seal game dan no it's like a final fantasy tactics type game you should look into that there's so many of those games now oh, ps4 well, well we're gonna shift gears here then and jump into the news items because there's been a few since we've been off um the first one I'm going to mention because it happened, I think, yesterday or today. I don't even remember if I put it on this document. I don't think I did, but I know I sent it to you, Dan, which is what the fuck is happening with Perfect Dark for the well, Xbox? God. Why, you sent me this to me. <laughs> okay, let me before – I say, before, I, before I say anything, I will tell you. This is a text I received at 8 o'clock in the morning from Ross. <laughs> of course. No context, just I get the link and it says like game like studio director Perfect Dark has left the initiative. And I'm like, of course he has. <laughs> so he's been there for four uh, years working on that game specifically, and now he's gone. I just this after and this is after they've already outsourced the game once. Like to well, this you is, know, bring it in Crystal Dynamics to clean it up. Which this is, goes guess, back to the main problem I have with that initiative team is like, what is their actual job? What have they produced in the five years they've been a team? Nothing, nothing. because all they are is like They're a just group of some other places pulled together to do this. Yeah, and they and they literally sit. They must sit in rooms with a bunch of whiteboards and go, "Hey, that sounds like a cool idea. We should get somebody to go make that." I don't know. Like, <laughs> like the, only, the only perfect art that's come out about that game is that logo. That's it. Yeah. The logo's cool. I don't know that trailer they put out seemed cool, but I just what a what a disaster that has become. Like, we joke all the time. We joke all the time, like, oh, it's gonna come out in twenty twenty five, but like that's realistic. That and now I think it could be longer than that. Yeah, that seems soon. So uh, it's just it, it's um, a bummer just because that uh, this kind of stuff is never good for games like this stuff is the second high well. profile person that's quit, I think, from that yeah. team over Perfect Dark, so and like, I, don't know, I mean, I torn down. And I would, yeah, I mean, I would really like to see a good new perfect dark game. I think that's it's something that can be explored. 
but I at this point I don't know I don't really have faith for it because the last one as you may remember was 17 years ago. Oh, Perfect Dark Zero. Yeah, which I, I actually, the 360 at the time I played a lot of it. It is unplayable now, but <laughs> it's extremely unplayable. I played a lot of that multiplayer. I tried that's to all play it was. again, even like in 2013, and it's bad. It's <laughs> it's, it's it's not good. Can't be done. Um, with I mean on the on the flip side of that, uh. There, there's the Crossfire X. How much do you know about Crossfire X? I know, isn't, that's the multiplayer part of something, isn't it? So Crossfire X, I think, is a big, like, huge game. In, it, like, I think it's a big, huge mobile game in China, from okay. my understanding. Sure. That Microsoft went in and said, hey, we're going to make a big deal about this. They outsourced the campaign to Remedy, the people that right. make control. Right. Yes. Uh, but the multiplayer, obviously, is pulled from this mobile thing. The game is a fucking disaster. <laughs> Like, I don't know if you've seen, they released it on game pass to like little or no fanfare. It's gotten like twos and ones everywhere. It's it's like, yeah, oh, I mean, Heralded is like the worst game Jeez, of this year. It's please. incredibly broken. Um, but it just brings uh, to light some of the problems with game pass. I think that a lot of people have, which is like, they need to have a higher standard of quality with some stuff. <laughs> Cause like that game, I don't think it's also funny too. If you think about it, like that one E3, remember they show were showing off crossfire X and they were making such a big deal about it. Yeah. And as we got closer to the release, it's like Microsoft really just was like, let's just put this out in February and, uh, <laughs> like a week before horizon and, uh, see what it does. I don't know. They like do well. <laughs> people people can bitch about Game Pass as much as they want, but like it's still. Hey, Game Pass got that Guardians of the Galaxy game this week. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, Square, you know, that's a failure for them. So why not? That's a failure. So why not? Yeah, just like Avengers. <laughs> um, it sold four of the five million copies it was expected to. So that's yeah. a failure. <laughs> I remember. I remember. I lost faith in them when they said that. Hitman was, underperformed and Tomb Raider underperformed. It was Rise of the Tomb Raider was supposed to sell seven million and it sold five. Oh, God. I said that was a failure. It's pretty good. Like it's pretty good. I love those three Tomb Raider games. So, yeah. and I don't know if we'll see another one for a while because of that. So. No, yeah, and you and you won't. And that's the problem. No. Is you won't see another one because Crystal Dynamics gets pulled into being the cleanup team for Avengers and the cleanup team for Perfect Dark. <laughs> Well, they got they got Crystal Dynamics on the on the cheap because of the Avengers game. They did. So that's exactly what happened there. I told you from the start. As someone who's platinum Avengers, I've said that many oh times. Uh, that game is just a mistake. Like I could have. T- I told you it was a mistake <laughs> from day one. I remember the one time we played that co op, and we we were all it was the four of us were in there, and it went to load, and then nobody loaded in. And I said, "What is happening here?" And you said, "Oh, this happens sometimes. Just quit out and launch it again." <laughs> And then it happened a second time. Yep. And then the third time we were able to actually get into the game. Yep. So Typical you're like, oh, this just, this just happens. Like, yeah. I started playing that Avengers game because it was on Game Pass. And I was like, okay. you know what? A friend of mine has been playing this. Let me see what it's about. And I uninstalled it like day after I bought it. <laughs> like after I downloaded it. I was like, I nah, the I can't handle this. probably okay. But the, co- the, the co-op campaign, online part sucks. I thought the campaign was fine. But I told yeah. you before, like, the problem with that game is it doesn't know to – if it wants to lean into the movies and look realistic like the movies, or if it wants well, to be its own original thing, but if it wants to be its own original thing, that's the better choice. But why does it look like the movies? 
Well, I right. think that's what did this Guardians game a disservice because at least for me, like when they first started showing off, I thought it was an expansion for the Avengers. That's what it looked like. Because of how those characters yeah. looked. And they didn't really do a good job of differentiating it. Right. And I'm sure that hurt the sales of it too. For sure. And it, like, it's, it's, I own it. I haven't played it yet. I've heard it's good. I By just, all accounts, it's very good. Our friend Tyler's played it. He loves it. He thinks he yeah. says it's great. I'll probably play it at some point this year. But like, I think Avengers existing hurt that game. Yeah, that's, why, that's why it's on. I could see that. And I think isn't it, it's the Deus Ex people that made uh, Guardians. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty the sure people that made the two the two recent ones, which were but, great games. Yeah. So, um, well, before I have you go over the state of play Sony stuff, the only thing I was going to say here, like we talked about the Activision uh, acquisition, I think last show. That's how long it's been. We had a show. Uh, Sony bought Bungie, <laughs> so which is interesting. I don't know, like. It's interesting, but I'm more interested in like what else will they do with Bungie beside of outside of Destiny. I've heard really good things about that new Destiny expansion. Like really, like people are really positive on that. It's supposed to, yeah, but the only thing about it is it's supposed to change the game in such a way that it makes everything that came before non not existent anymore. I think so. Which yeah. is a bizarre move for a games as service game. So it's like a X Men movie. Yeah, <laughs> it's like erasing everything that happened like, exactly. I just, I, I Destiny like it's, it's really it. but it just seems impenetrable. <laughs> like if you aren't already playing, I don't. It feels like you can't go play it. Well, why don't you tell me about the state of play stuff? You said you pulled it up. Well, yeah. So, they, so Sony did their their little presentation, their Nintendo Direct ripoff, and uh, I mean <laughs> overall, it, it had a lot of interesting stuff, but it had a lot of like. Was the state of play where they showed off the Turtles collection? Yes. Yes. Okay. Sorry. That's the most exciting We'll talk, we'll talk about that quite a bit. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, the first thing they showed off was, uh, you know, a game I like to call Dino Crisis 4. But it's not Dino Crisis 4. Oh, where they really teased you with the chick that looks right. like Regina, but it's it not. Like and everybody got, I got excited because I was like, holy shit, <laughs> are we doing it? Dino weather report. And then it said Capcom <laughs> on the screen. And I went, holy crap, they're doing it. And then it's called Exopile. Uh, and it's basically EDF with dinosaurs. So, But I mean, think about it. Remember the third Dino Crisis game? That was in space. So maybe this is Dino Crisis. Because they did it all off the rails. Like, why not have it be a mech game where you're killing dinosaurs know. that come out of portals? Like, nobody would have killed That's fine. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I, – I, my guess is that they don't – What's it called again? Exodino or something? Exoprimal. Exoprimal. Okay. My thought is, is that they don't think the name Dino Crisis means anything anymore. No, they don't. Like, it means something to me and you, but like all the four – Dino things, Crisis t-shirt, so – yeah, but the <laughs> definitely means something to me. I don't know what Dino Crisis is. I don't know. It looks interesting. It's a multiplayer game. I mean, that's kind of probably one of those games where unless you play with other people, it's pointless. Absolutely. Um, that's what it's designed for. Yeah, and then they, you know, they showed some of that Ghostwire Tokyo stuff, which again, yeah, like, I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to that. The world horror stuff, which looks neat. Uh, a little bit more on Stranger of Paradise, but that, com- you know, just to say the demo. <laughs> yeah. uh, it showed more of Forspoken, which was. Fine, but bad timing because well, they just delayed it like maybe the ago. day before. Yeah. yeah, and then they're like, "Hey, let's talk more about this game that's not coming out in two months." So it, now, like, like, and it looks interesting, but like it does. Knowing Square, it's probably getting delayed again. So, I would imagine that's maybe a holiday game if we're lucky. Well, right now it's October, but yeah. you know, Square likes to delay stuff out of the end of the year into the beginning of the year, into March. Yeah, yeah. So, who knows? Uh, then you had uh, the Gundam Overwatch game. 
which is yeah what the fuck it's just a like, watch with gundam in it i don't know i i would like a really good gundam wing game and i feel like the only ones that i've really enjoyed besides like old ps1 gundam games are the dynasty <laughs> warrior knockoff ones which yeah. were good yeah yeah but uh, i it's think we need like, an overwatch ripoff which overwatch is already having its problems with changing from 6v6 to 5v5 with this next overwatch well, so that, like, like, but like the overwatch 2 like it's the only thing they ever do talk about now with overwatch 2 is apologizing about it uh yeah that's, <laughs> that's all they do well, well that's like, what they have to maybe maybe they didn't have to make it too but yeah the gundam game it's just weird because like you think it's a gundam game they're like oh it's 6v6 competitive online first person shooter it's like wow that's not what i want to do in where have i heard that game. before like, <laughs> So it's that, and then there's like a chibi Gundam game coming out, which like I don't know, maybe I'll try that. Who knows? I'm not going to play. I'm not going to play a Overwatch knockoff. Though. But then uh, after that was the greatest announcement of the show, the Turtles Collection. The, the which, Turtles Collection, which looks amazing. It's on everything. Lord. To be fair, it is on so, everything. I but it's, um, it's one of those things where I don't think you'd ever think that this would happen. No, because it's Konami that well, owns all that shit. It's just not even that. It's just one of those things. Well, like the licenses got weird with like Nickelodeon owns Turtles now. Yeah, and it's it's just one of those things where those they games have like the tournament fi- don't they have the tournament fighters in there too? They have all three yeah. versions of it. Okay, which is, yeah. which is bizarre. I think what they said what is like twelve or eighteen games packed into this, and like every version of everything. Yeah, they have every version of everything. So like Japanese versions too. Uh, they have all three of the Game Boy games on there, which is insane. Like you, yeah, I, I yeah. watched the trailer. I saw that. Uh, which is crazy because that third Game Boy game, like most people, I would assume, never played. But it's a weird, like, Castlevania I don't, type game. I don't know. As someone who's played those Castlevania collections, <laughs> I, you don't want to play those Game Boy games. Today, well, I mean, so. it's, <laughs> cool, it's, there, it's cool. But, but, like, it's got, you know, the arcade games. It's, I mean, it's got the bane of everyone's existence, the first Turtles game, which oh, I guarantee they're going to lock a trophy or something about beating Oh, it. man. Possibly. That water Beacon level was horrible. Yeah, people came in under five, five, like like 50 minutes or something. Yeah, but uh, I mean, it's got, you know, the it's got Turtles in Time. About. It's got, tur- it's got Turtles 2. It's got Turtles in Time. It's even got Hyperstone Heist, which is, a yeah. Game, yeah. which is Genesis only. What's the Manhattan one? Was that Genesis only 2 or is that a That's 3. That's the Nintendo. Oh, that's yeah. a Nintendo. Okay. Yeah. But then it's got, yeah, the Nintendo version of Tournament Fighters, which is one of those games where it's crazy rare because it was like the, one of the last games out on that system. Yeah. yeah. It was last Konami game for sure. But like it was so late that there's a super Nintendo and a Genesis version of that game too. Um, it looks cool. That's like, just awesome. They, don't think, like, they didn't put a date on it. And like, cause I'm still waiting for shredders revenge, which looks amazing. Well, that's the thing yes. is like, we're not only that, so, but we're getting that shredders revenge game, which, and I that's mean, made by, that's made by the people that, uh, that's made by those, um, the people that make uh, why can't I think of the name? The disc game that I like, which is played. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Windjammers. It's made by those people, right? I think so. So that's a good team to do that. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I mean, Treaders Revenge. So we get lots of turtles content this year, which is great. He plays April O'Neil in Treaders Revenge. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and, 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 and Splinter. Splinter and Splinter. Yeah, which is awesome. and it's called. Oh, and the other cool thing about that turtles collection is some of those games, like the arcade games, have online co op. Like okay, oh. that's insane. Like I'm in online love. co-op that underwater level. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, like when they did Turtles Arcade for like the 360 and stuff, like you could play that online. Yeah, uh, it's just cool that they even bothered. That's something they could have easily cut and not bothered to put in this, but they did. Yeah, uh, that's really cool. 
Yeah. But there was like like two last big things they announced that Sony thing. Well, the other, the other weird one I thought was the game where I was like, oh man, War of the Monsters 2. Gee, this sure looks like War of the Monsters 2. No, it's something completely different. Okay. It just looks like War of the Monsters 2. It's a it's kaiju brawler, that Gigabash game. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But it okay. just like, it looks exactly like a Destroyal Monster or <laughs> King of the Monsters, which was an awesome PS2 game. Yeah, uh, and then they that JoJo like fighting game, which is just oh yeah, which is it's the remake of that one from like 2013 uh, or something. Yeah, the other big thing was like Returnal gets that huge update, which is free. It's free and it's co op, and then I think and there's like also a like a, a boss dungeon tower thing yeah. or something like cool. Yeah, so, like, I don't know. I liked Returnal, so yeah, they could have easily charged you ten bucks for, but easily, which is great. Isn't that uh, sweet? And then the last two things that were were huge was that Diofield Chronicle game, which looks like looks amazing. Yeah, real time Final Fantasy Tactics game. Kind <laughs> yeah. of. It looks incredible. Square is going hard with these it, like RPG, like whatever. I'm, I'm all for it. Like tactical type. They're 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 leading hard in that. And then out of nowhere, <laughs> oh, yeah, my favorite announcement. Yeah, Valkyrie yeah. Profile gets a new game, which yeah, Val- Valkyrie Elysium, I think it's called. Yeah. Yeah, it looks good. It's cool. I was I mean, very excited to see it. I have the PSP yeah. one. I have the PSP one. Like, uh, I was really excited to I mean, see it, that because yeah. that's not a franchise I'd ever think I'd see again. So I was amazed. And I think they that's said like, it's this year, too. Yeah. It's from the level of like uh, a new Parasite Eve game getting announced or like a Fear of Fate hey, game getting announced. I'd love to see a new Parasite Eve. Well, they kind of killed that with Third Birthday. Their third Birthday killed that. Yeah. Although the Third Birthday, I don't think that was really their fault because that was supposed to be something else. And then they just slapped Parasite Eve on it and said, yeah. hey, that's what this is now. So I played that game. I thought the game was kind of cool, but uh, a Valkyrie profile game, I'll, I will play really that. Highly into that. Yeah. Like that, um, that blew because I sat there and I, I I watched like the tail end of that that state of play because I was on break at work or whatever. And they showed the the chicken because that was the first thing I saw the chicken. I was like, man, that looks like the Valkyrie profile. Yeah. But, they're doing that. Like, <laughs> are they doing it? And then they kind of show because, like, Valkyrie Profile is like it's like a side scroller. Yeah, a lot of people, I don't think a lot of people know about that game, but like uh, when they showed that, I was like, no way! And then she yeah. says Valkyrie, I'm like, oh my god! Like that is so bizarre. I also want to say, like, the Sony thing isn't this the thing where they showed the not Ghosts of Tsushima looking game? Yes, that black. You know what I mean? So that the interesting thing about that game that I found out like the next day, that game is a day one Game Pass game when it comes out. Oh, <laughs> so, I, so I don't know why that game is on the Sony stage. Yeah, I thought that was really That's weird. weird. Uh, it's a Devolver Digital game. Oh, so that makes sense. The game looks cool. That makes sense. Like when oh. I first saw it, I thought uh, first thing I thought was, oh, this is Ghost of Tsushima 2. And then as it kept going, I was like, well, maybe it's a new Anamusha. <laughs> like, oh, man. But uh, which would be yeah, even color. But no, it looks cool. I forget what it's called. Some other game too, like um, I can't remember what it was, but it reminded me of something else too. And then it turns out, yeah, it's just something new, and it's developer, yeah. and that's the kind of stuff they make, which is fine. It looks cool. It looks deep. off subject though. Those Anamusha games are the bomb. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I yeah. Would like to I see the one the one through three. They're all fantastic. Yeah. Um, I mean the other. I mean the only other thing I'll say in terms of Sony stuff was obviously there's still the rumors of what they call Sony Spartacus, which is their version of Game Pass. But the thing that came out with the rumor was that instead of it being full games, it's going to be like for for new stuff. Like let's say it's for spoken. You know, it's going to be game trials, which like I don't think that would work. Like nobody wants to pay ten dollars a month for a game trial. No. So no, that's dumb. 
I don't know if that's what they're doing. They need to bite. Well, they need to bite the bullet and just merge plus and now, and it's just it is what it is. Like why? Not I think that's what that? they're gonna do. Why not? If you yeah. plus, you have PlayStation now, and then that's just it. And yeah. like, well, you know, I think they're gonna kill now and call it something else. But if you don't want to add the Sony first party titles because you know they'll sell, then don't do it. Like nobody's gonna be mad that you're not doing that. If all of a sudden the thing I already paid for gives me PlayStation now as well. Well, yeah. uh, hey man, if P- PS Plus gave me classic PS One and Two games every month, hey, like, hey, that'd be I'm all in for that. So yeah, I think that's a value. Exactly. Like if even PS Three games at this point, like I was thinking the other day, it's like, man, if I want to play a PS Three game, I gotta get my PS Three out and hook it up. If you want to play Metal Gear Solid Four, there is only one way you can do that. Yeah, oh. it's just hook up that PS Three. <laughs> <laughs> or something there was a game i was thinking about i was like oh you know because i finished i finished soul caliber 6 on i was like man i kind of want to play soul caliber 5 then i looked at it and like oh no i'd have to hook up <laughs> my ps3 and i'm like you can't buy a digital cop like it, like it doesn't work on a ps4 like if 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 i could get ps1 2 and 3 games with my plus subscription through like a ps now service do it Hey, at yeah. least Microsoft covered me because now I don't have to hook up a 360 to play 50 Cent Blonde in the Sand. Well, that's true. So, <laughs> which is now, that is like one of the most expensive back compact games now. $100 now, by the way. Wow. Because it's not available digitally. You can only right. play it by having And that's probably because all the music and stuff in the game, right? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah that's the reason. Yeah. 50 Cent Blonde in the Sand, hell of a video well, here's, game. The, here's another thing you, had, you want to talk about. And I need you to explain it to me because I'm not sure I okay. still understand what the hell is going on. Okay. How much does the next gen version of Grand Theft Auto Five cost? Because I can't. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, first of all, I'm not doing it a third time. So, like, this is a game I already owned on 360, PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Can somehow. I tell you a story about this really quick? Okay. I went. This is so long ago. Okay. I went to a GameStop managers conference. Where they showed me an early build of this game. Yeah. I the know Holy cow. Yeah. That's how long this game has existed. Yeah. Yeah. So, I haven't worked in that company for four years. So the only mm-hmm. thing that I can make of the GTA pricing thing is Sony has some sort of marketing deal. But even that, GTA five to upgrade it, like if you want to just go out and buy a PS5 copy of it, it's $70. <laughs> no, this this ten year old game is seventy dollars. But if you own a PS4 copy of it, you can upgrade it for ten dollars. Okay. But if you're on the Xbox, that same deal is twenty dollars. Okay. And there is no explanation for why there's a ten dollar difference. Well, so, the explanation is Sony has covered the marketing of that game for yeah decade ten okay. yeah. For ten years, so ten dollars. There right. you go. That's what it's worth. Because like, like it's I don't know. It's you can't even look it up on the PlayStation Store on the system. Like I tried looking no. for it today just to figure it out because it's like, well, GTA Online is free as long as you redeem it by like. Here's where it gets weirder. It is free. This is why it's ten dollars because there's a plus deal right now for PlayStation. Uh, anybody that has a PlayStation to play GTA Online is free for three months. Right. On the Xbox, you can do the upgrade for just GTA Online, which is not free. It's like ten dollars, right? Or you pay twenty to have everything. Because I was like, oh man, maybe I want to. <laughs> I just want to see it on the store. If you search Grand Theft Auto Five on the store, 
only thing that comes up is the online. Well, here's the other thing that bothers me. Here's the other thing that bothers me because I see the ad every time I turn on my PS5. It's the first yeah. thing I see now, GTA 5 coming out. Yeah. Up to 4K resolution or up to <laughs> 60 frames a second. Are you telling me that a game that is 10 years old, they can't just make it 4K 60 and call it a day? Well, the other thing like, I don't understand is like, oh my God. What, what is the difference? Like, why do I need. I shouldn't have to choose between of either of them. Yeah, I don't. Because I can, you can just my PS4 transfer your save. You can carry your uh, story progress over. They'll do that for free because they were very hard about like what you can do that for free and like who cares? I just don't get it. <laughs> I just don't get. Like, I'm not doing it again because like I, I've I've played through that game twice in terms of the story because I did it. I did it for the 360 when it came out, and then when it came out for the next gen systems, I was like, ah, eh, whatever, I'll play it again because remember at that time when that happened, you could not carry your story progress over, so you had to just do it again. Right. And I was yeah, like, whatever, was, I'll play through the yeah. story again. It's a pretty good story, but like I don't need to play through that again. So, I don't know. It's a weird situation. It's something I've laughed at for the last week. I cannot wait for this week's uh, Digital Foundry video on it because I can't wait to see it not be 4K or 60 and have issues. Does it have any other improvements from like the 4 to the 5? So, the only other thing that I've read is it also has a ray tracing mode. But I guarantee you that ray tracing mode does not run at 60 frames oh, okay. or 4K resolution. So Anybody who's watching that, that game is... I, I don't think I need it. Like it's, it, it's. I really feel like, like you said, it's been out there for ten years. If you haven't played GTA by now, just don't do it. There's it's still, it's still selling. It's yeah, still, yeah, like, in the top ten every month. It was like, just so crazy. I'm like, who's who keeps buying this game? It's kids or, that lose their copies of the game and then go yeah, I mean, buy it again. But you think <laughs> at this point, parents would be smart enough to go just fucking buy a digital copy and be done with it? Like I, I almost wish that had been an option when you and I worked there because like that would have been it's like the savior like. Just buy a digital copy. Just buy a digital copy. Like, well, after the like first couple of weeks of crushing the parents and the kids and the you know, well, do you want them to go to the strip? Like, you know, my kid's not going to go to the strip club, ma'am. That's the first fucking place your child's <laughs> yeah. going. It's the strip club. He's going to make it rain. He's going to shoot the door. I remember the one where he put the mother down with uh, your buddy Trevor. With curb stops the guy? Curb stops the guy. Over the desk in the first. And then, well, there was that. And then she still was like, ah, he's seen that stuff on TV. I was like, well, there's also like necro shit in the game. And she's like, what is that? And I had to sit on that for a second. I'm like, well, we're already this far in the conversation. I'm just going to say it. And I looked at her. I was like, (laughs) banging dead bodies. And she like looked at me. She's like, he's not getting this game. (laughs) That's what it took. I'm like, all right. Like, it's a, it was a, in 2013, it's a fucked up game. So, like, 10 years later, it still seems... Now, now as long as daddy was dumb enough to put his credit card in on the PS5, they could buy... Anything they it's want. shark cards all day. Yeah, shark cards, shark cards, shark cards. God, I sold so many of those. And then the COD coins, that was the other thing. Remember yeah, COD coins? 2K coins. Or 2K coins. Yeah, you get those too. Oh. You know, virtual currency, man. Damn. There was that one kid who would come in and drop 50 bucks like a week. The only other like two news things I'll st- talk about here is Suicide Squad, and this has been a couple weeks now, but Suicide Squad got delayed till 2023. Sure. And now it makes more sense because Gotham Knights got a date of like October or something. Right. So, which you and I are going to play that game. I think the game looks cool. I'm going to play both. Knights. Like, yeah, like I think they both yeah. look cool. Like, they obviously, you don't want those games to come out anywhere close to each other. No, that's the other reason yeah. I think that Suicide Squad, they're like, we're okay with delaying this. People will wait. Yeah, with those games within six months, like that's. I want that game. I want that game to work. Is is the thing. Like, 
it reminds me, like I said, it reminds me a lot of like Sunset Overdrive and stuff, which is a game I love. I want that game yeah. to work. So. <laughs> exactly. So, and then the last thing is like, and I'm sure you've seen it blown up all last two weeks is the Elden Ring review controversy because a game is sitting at a 97 on Metacritic. It's like being, you know, heralded as like the best modern video game ever made. I, I mean, I've played 30 hours. I would tell you it's good. It's not perfect. No game is. No game is. Yeah, Horizon. Yeah. Well, it's like I said, I like for my personal YouTube channel, I did. I went, obviously, I saw Batman. You know, I'm a huge fan. I, I gave that movie an A+. It's not a perfect movie. No. And the thing I'll say there, without, spoil, without spoiling it, because I'm not going to spoil the movie because I know neither of you have seen it. It's three hours. It is it, it for me, it's like the guy that directed the movie was given, you know, a, a huge amount of money. He wanted to make a $50 million Batman movie. And for two thirds of that movie, that's what it is. And it's awesome. And it feels like all of a sudden that movie gets to a point where it's like, well, we need to have a big spectacle and they have a big spectacle. And like, that's fine in the grand scheme of things for the movie. But when you take a step back, like, and this is what I've thought about all week after seeing is like, did I need that third act of that movie? No. Right. You don't need you didn't need to go yeah. that hard with it and it would have been fine. Like I would have been totally happy with the first two thirds. But then that's my point. Like I gave the movie A plus. It's not perfect. I, I don't I think it's perfect. the same thing about the last part of that movie too. Like yeah. I couldn't it's, wait. I saw it immediately. I walked out of that movie feeling amped. It's probably greatest <laughs> it's probably the greatest Spider Man movie there is. <laughs> if you think about it now, like and I'm gonna watch it again soon. It's not perfect. There's parts that could be cut for sure. Like it runs a little too long. The last fight scene is you know, the the classic superhero thing is like, oh, it's in the dark. Everything's dark. Can you see anything? Because it's fucking dark. And you're still right. like, okay, sure. <laughs> but like, it's, well, it's that- horrible and it's fun. And like, it, it hit, as a Spider-Man fan, it hits, it hits right. But it's not perfect. Exactly. And that's, and that's the same thing I'll say about Batman is like, it's in terms of, in terms of like being a Batman fan, it hits all the right notes of being a Batman movie and being the most accurate to that character I think has ever been on screen. Right. So uh, but it's not it's not a perfect movie i and i like in normal times i would have probably seen this movie at least three times now right. i'm just gonna wait for hbo because i want to yeah. watch it on my oled <laughs> i forgot my glasses when i went to go see it at the theater and then i got there i was like this could be a blurry movie so it was, <laughs> i probably would have seen spider-man the next day to be fair like the first yeah. one, the first toby movie i saw that movie four times in five days like I would get out of work and just go to the, I theater. Saw the dark Knight in theaters five times. Yeah. So, and I think rises four times, which I still question. that. Today. Well, that was a mistake, but, and that's the thing, like with the Batman, like I knew we, we've known that ahead before it came out, like, Hey, this movie's going to be on HBO mid April. And it's like, that's cool. Right. I still need to see it right away, but like, right. I can wait. A, you know, well, Spider-Man things anyway. complete opposite where it's like, if you, <laughs> It's gonna be on fucking stars for like a year and a half <laughs> yeah, before it's on like, <laughs> any, like anything Plus else or whatever. Well, it would be on Disney Plus, I'm sure, because that's not for a year and a half. For a year, yeah, that's insane. so. Like at this point, it's like you just buy the movie if you want to see when it. Is, when is the Uncharted movie gonna be hitting up? That's my question. That's gotta be soon. That's got it did well. It did well. I know, but it's like, like I feel like it's already over. Like no one talks I, about it anymore. Well, who's yeah. going to see it now? With Batman, I think made sixty six million this weekend. So, like, who's going to see Uncharted now? That's yeah, I was going to say. I don't think I've heard anyone in my group of friends that has even offered to go see Uncharted yet. Oh, like Uncharted, man. Yeah. yeah, the I Batman. I know anybody who did. Yeah. 
I don't know. I don't know anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know a single person. <laughs> like, I'll watch the movie, but this is a movie. That movie was on the fucking uh, like block for ten years to the point that originally Marky Mark was supposed yeah. to play Nathan Drake, right? Mm-hmm. And at some point well, they were like, I "Let's make it slowly." I think part of the problem with that movie is, is like, I don't know who it's for. Like, if it's for Uncharted fans, like, it's a mess because it kind of combines all the games. And, like, Tom Holland, I love Tom Holland. He's not Nathan Drake. Like, he's not. I watch that. Yeah. Well, my, my thing about that, and that's most video game movies, is, like, I, I, I know the story. I don't need to see it in film. Like, this Last of Us thing. I don't need a TV show of The Last of Us. <laughs> I think, you know what, though? I think, I've been thinking about it. I think that show works better as a TV show. It does. It wouldn't I, work as a movie. I think if they made it a two-hour movie, it'd be a, a mess. Yeah, or a three-hour exactly. movie. Even, but I, I kind of feel like The Last of Us is going to play out kind of like The Walking Dead. How in the beginning it was kind of like that. Yeah, but I mean, I think after if you do two seasons of it, it'd probably be decent. But if you go any harder, just stop. I really <laughs> don't think it needs any. Walking Dead still on TV. Oh yeah, don't, <laughs> don't turn it into something original past the point. Exactly. Well, you get to the Game of Thrones, like we're just gonna make shit up at the end. Yeah. Oh no! Like exactly. it's off our entire fan base. Like, oh lord, no. Well, but the Elden Ring just to circle it back. Like Elden Ring, it's a ninety-seven on Metacritic. It's as as much as I will sit here and gloat about that game. It's not a, it's not perfect. Right. Um, that kind of wraps up news stuff. So we actually got two emails this week and I wanted to Excellent. bring those up because uh, I forget to check the email account. So right. we got two. Uh, one of them seems pretty basic. The other one was a little longer. So I'll go ahead and read them both and we can discuss. So uh, Chris from Ontario wrote, what was the first video game you played? And I assume I, I just copied and pasted these from the email. I assume it's what's the first video game you ever played? That's the way I look at it. So uh, for me, I had to think about this for a second. For me, it was the it was either the original Mario Brothers or the original Tetris. I don't remember which one, but I have memories of both at around the same time. Right. And I would have been like three. So because when I got when for me, my parents got a Nintendo in the late 80s. And the three, the the four games I had on rotation before we got a Super Nintendo was the Mar- Mario Brothers, Mario Brothers Two, and obviously Mario Brothers Three. But then uh, that Shal- have you ever played Shalom? You know what I'm talking about that uh, downhill skiing game. Well, <laughs> For whatever reason, yeah, Shalom. We had that, and then uh, I know I fucked up the saying of that. Um, and then the '89 Batman game. Obviously yeah, had that had to have that. <laughs> so, and then Tetris. And then at some point, and I can't remember if we got this on regular Nintendo or it was on super Nintendo, but I remember we got it for my dad one year for his birthday. Tetris two. Remember when Tetris two came out? That's not, yeah, that's that not both. He probably had it on. Okay. Nintendo. I think so. Cause that was a huge thing of like, we're going to buy him a fucking video game for his yeah. birthday. Yeah. He was amped for that. Like yeah. Tetris two was a, was cool. Um, I had to think, I had to think mine a little bit too. Um, because I, re- I know specifically that I got – my dad bought me a Nintendo in 87 because I once asked him a question probably 20 years ago at this point. Like why – you know, when when did you first get me something? He's like, oh, I bought you a Nintendo when you were three years old to shut you up. And that's what he said. <laughs> yeah, okay, fair. But so, I mean, it must it must have been Mario Brothers Duck Hunt just because that was a packet. You know what I mean? Well, no, I, would, I would preface by saying we had it was the Mario Brothers Duck Hunt, right? Duck yeah. Hunt. So that was a packet, but I, and I and I have a lot of memories of playing 
both of those games a lot. Specifically, I played a lot of Duck Hunt, like a lot. I played a lot of Duck Hunt. Too. Uh, <laughs> and I, and the reason I played a lot of Duck Hunt is because that was a game my dad could actually play with me. My dad wasn't a big gamer. It's funny you mentioned Tetris yeah. too because the only game we ever really played together on that would be Tetris. Like we would play a lot yeah. of Tetris. My, both my parents, for whatever reason, yeah. that was the thing. That was why they bought a Nintendo yeah. was Tetris. But if you want to talk, so like Warner <laughs> Brothers 1 is definitely, but if you want to talk about like rotational stuff for like Nintendo back in the day, it would definitely be that. It would be a lot of Mario 3, Mega Man 1, and I'm in the huge majority, minority of people, and I admit it, that Mega Man 1 is my favorite Mega Man game. I know everybody like goes nuts over Mega Man 2, and I like Mega Man 2, but Mega Man 1 I like Man 2. a ton of. And the other weird game I used to play a lot of, and I, I don't know why, but I have a lot of memories of it, is Silent Service for Nintendo, which is that like submarine game. Okay, yeah. yeah it's submarine, you go around and you're like attacking other dudes. I remember playing way too much. You said Service, and I was thinking of the terrible 360 Secret Service game. Oh, goodness. But uh, yeah, so I mean, those would be my, those. that was probably my rotation, was Mega Man 1 is probably the game I played I can tell you the very first game I ever rented from Blockbuster, and this will make you laugh, was a NES game, Gumshoe. Remember that game? Yeah, the private detective yeah. game. Yeah, yeah, that's the first game I ever rented. Second one was probably, I think, I want to say it was Mega Man 1, and it didn't come. You'll know this because it's it's right in the area. Uh, the Over uh, by that 7-Eleven uh, you know where I'm talking about. The like yeah. 7-Eleven used to be a white hen. There's a video store over there. Yeah, yeah. I rented. That's where I rented the first Mega Man from. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah, so, our video, man. That, place that was one of the first games I rented to. Yeah. Because yeah. I used to get my hair cut right there. Yeah. So, yeah I, I would go into the video store. Yeah. I was like, I want to play Mega Man. So, yeah. But Gumshoe was the first game I ever rented. I don't know why it just came into my mind. I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. That's so, how about you, Matt? Um. So I might show my age here, but I think Qbert is probably one of the earliest memories of video gaming is when I actually started playing. Um, I want to say that it was when, because I was a military brat, so we traveled a lot. Okay. But we would always stop at my family's houses in Ohio and Illinois. And I want to say they had Qbert, and that's where we started playing. And then, of course, my parents bought me an NES. I had Mario Duck Hunt as well. Yeah. Um, but one of the games that I remember playing like a lot of is when my parents bought me a Game Boy. They bought me this game called Quicks. Yeah, sounds familiar. Kicks, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. I remember. I remember long car rides on that, and I was just like playing the mess out of that okay. one. Um, but those are probably, and then the original Turtles game from NES. But then, oh, you yeah. know, to be real with you, I think still to this day, I've never beat that game. Second <laughs> water level, man. Second water. Yeah, level. yeah, man. No, I get pa- I can get past the water level. I finally was able to. Get it? It's the the turtle van one that cracks me up, yeah. and having to try and fly in like the spaces to go everywhere. Eventually, I just get frustrated and I just quit. Well, hey man, I get another shot. Yeah, <laughs> I know. That's why I'm super excited but about I'll this one. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the other question we got, and I I only put the I think I'll for the most part probably put city names. I only put the city name on this because I thought it was cool because I used to live in Canton, Michigan. This came from Canton, Ohio. Uh, Aaron, who said, listening to the show since the first episode, it seems like Kyle is more of an Xbox person, whereas Dan and Eric, who's not here, so we can speak on his behalf. Uh, whereas Dan and Eric are more on the PlayStation side, do you all have a preference and what do you feel is the best place to currently play? This is a question I know we used to get as GameStop employees all the time. Every day. <laughs> Nine so, every day. 
Uh, for me, like, so I, I own everything. I always have owned everything. I think since the 64 PS one days, um, the only system throughout that, that I didn't own. And I regret to this day is the original Xbox. I didn't buy an original Xbox till fable. So I got it really, really late yeah, and I regret funny. it. Cause I missed so many games. Like that, that system had so many cool first party games. Uh, yeah. it's actually kind of incredible. That's why I went really hard into collecting for it. Uh, for me, like, I don't know. I've gone through different stages. Like I started out as a Nintendo kid and then I switched to PS one, like 98. I still had a 64 and still played major releases and stuff, but, uh, I was way harder into the PlayStation at that point. And then the PS two era, I was PS two GameCube. Those are my two. Sure. And then when we got to the 360, that's what kind of really brought me back. Cause I had a couple years in, in high school and this will date me when the PS2 and the GameCube were out that, uh, I played a lot of PC stuff like Unreal tournament and shit like that. Um, but for me, like, I don't know, like I, I'll tell you right now, like this <laughs> the last like two months, it's been all PS five here. Like with Horizon coming out, like I literally, I put, I think I looked at the clock when I got the platinum. I did sixty-two hours in in uh, Horizon, and now I've just been playing Elden Ring on the PS5 as well. Um, in terms of what's the best place to play, I mean, it really depends. The only thing I would say that's different now than from when we were in GameStop is a service like Game Pass. Right. I think that's a real like <laughs> you wanna you wanna save some money, like for sure. You can totally just get an Xbox and that and be good, I think, for a lot of stuff, especially going forward. Like, think about in two years when the next big Call of Duty comes out. You don't need to have. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. um, but I mean, that being said, I don't know. I like both systems. I, I go through different like phases where like I'm more hot on the PlayStation right now because that's just where the games are to play. Last fall, I was more hot on the Xbox because that's where I had stuff to play. So. Uh, really, it really depends on me, but I, I don't have like a real hardcore preference, but I tend to defend Microsoft more because they got really shit on last generation. Yeah. And this is a company that just did nothing but gave everything back to the fans last generation. So uh, I feel like a lot of the hate this generation towards them is very unwarranted because they literally just doing everything consumers want for their brand. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. That's where I am with it, but I play everything. I mean, I, the only reason I really don't talk about the switch is because I really just want an updated switch <laughs> so at this point. It's time. So I don't know. What about you, Dan? I was, uh, so, I mean, growing up, I was a Nintendo kid for through the 64 era mm-hmm. and the main, the, and honestly, the main reason for that was, you know, that's late eighties, early nineties. You didn't have both. Like if you were a kid in that era, no, I didn't you, either. You, your parents, unless your parents were rich, you did not get both. <laughs> my my well, neighbor across the street had the Genesis, and that's how I played Genesis. Yeah, games. Well, that's the thing is, like, I didn't I, get both. My best friend had a Genesis. We wanted mm-hmm. to play triple play baseball or NHL. We played it at his house. We wanted to play Mario or something. We played it at my house. Next generation, like sixty four. I had a sixty four. My best friend had a PlayStation. So I like that's how I played Metal Gear. That's how I played. All that stuff, yeah. Twisted Metal, was at his house, but I so I didn't really didn't need another system. It yeah. wasn't until like the PS2 era when the PS2 was the first of that era that I got, just because it seemed it was a big deal. I remember it just being like, "This is going to change." It was a huge, it was a yeah. huge deal when it came out. Yeah. I remember that was the first system too, where like I was in high school, and I remember um it being a big deal that like, Oh man, I actually got one kind of thing. And me going over to my buddy's house and, you know, playing time splitters and stuff like that. But I was 
incredible. I'm like that, the PS2 changed everything. Um, I didn't really care. I didn't really care about the Xbox or the GameCube for that matter until I started working at Game Crazy in 2002. Mm-hmm. We had the system set up, and you know mm-hmm. the old Game Crazy model was you could test any game you wanted to buy, which mm-hmm. was really cool. It was cool, but it was also really fucking annoying as an as an employee. But I got to play anything I wanted at the store. So yeah. like, that's when I started getting an Xbox, and like Dead or Alive Three sold me an Xbox. Yeah, because like that game, it's a Halloween game. Twenty years later, that game is still good. It's that's yeah. <laughs> uh, it exactly. looks good. Twenty years later, yeah. um, and then the GameCube I got when when Sunshine came out, that was like a big deal. And then they okay, and then they put Fantasy Star on it. That's with, what like, yeah. the Dreamcast stuff. I would tell you, like out of out of like that era of systems, I still really like the Dreamcast a lot more than others. I'm like, yeah, it's, yeah no, it's, it's I'd be ashamed that that system didn't take off because it was so much. Better. I'll say this too, like I glossed over the Dreamcast. Like for me, so like the only Sega system I ever owned as a kid was the Dreamcast. Right, but I bought it super late. I bought it from a mom and pop store, like maybe the month after they were like, "We're not making games for it anymore," just so I could play Code Veronica. I got it in two thousand one, and then a week later, they were like, "Oh, Code Veronica is coming to PS two this fall." And I was like, <laughs> <sighs> so I got mine in like two thousand one off of a of a coworker who was moving away. And That's was, how I played Fantasy Star. Though. I went out, got the keyboard and mouse and shit. Yeah. He was like, moving to what? Europe, and he's like, "I can't. I'm not going to take the stuff with me." So I just bought off him. <sighs> And I got really into that system, but like that always was like an outlier kind of a thing because like I never really I'd played a Saturn, but it you know that didn't really matter. That didn't do anything. But, like in terms of today, like you know when so like the PS2 was probably the main system just because RPGs, but then when the next gen came out and 360 came out first, you know I jumped, that's what did it for me too, and, yeah. then, and that was a big factor. Was like that was first, so I, I jumped on that, and then. It also didn't hurt that that was first, and also by the time the PlayStation actually came out, the PlayStation was six hundred dollars. It was expensive. It had nothing to play. Yeah, like and anything on it wasn't. I didn't get a PS3 until twenty ten. Yeah, because there was nothing like I, the one game I wanted to play, and I played it at a friend's house was Metal Gear Solid Four, I and that was it. If only for the fact that I bought the sixty gig, so I could play PS2. Okay. Yeah, but like it, it, it didn't seem necessary. And then, yeah. and then we got to like the Xbox One and the PS4 era, where, I mean, honestly, if you look at it now, the the first versions of both of those systems are bad. Like, uh, I would, bad. I would, I would lean more towards the Xbox was the bad one. Like the PlayStation was wasn't terrible, but but what? But, but as time went on, that PS4, the PS4 got bad. Like, yeah. just got that, like you needed a pro by the end of it. Then the yeah. generation was dead. Yeah. So like, I that's when I really started to be more Xbox, but like. Things things are different now. Like everything, like these systems are so close to each other now in terms of oh, it's absurd <laughs> the games that they play and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, my argument when I worked at a GameStop was the best place to play is because people would always ask you what's the better that's, system. God, there's like gonna piss somebody off when you answer the question, but I would always tell them like I don't play systems; I play games. Yeah, like oh, that's a good way. I like yeah. that. I I have a Switch because. I can't play Zelda on anything else. I can't play. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. The Switch is its own, but I always told people, like, especially in the Wii days, like, you want a Wii in something else. You don't. Uh, want do you, do you own an Xbox and a PS4? Maybe not, but you want a Wii in something else. Wii yeah. was generally not your only system. But like, and the other thing was like, I play systems, not games. And where do your friends play? Yeah, and all of your friends had a PlayStation Four. Why are you buying an Xbox? This is before yeah. play, obviously. Yeah. 
and, and you walk in here and tell me you want an Xbox, you're going to be kind of upset when you get home and you can't play Madden with your buddy or you can't play <laughs> whatever with your Call of Duty with your friend yeah. because yeah. that's the whole point, right? That's why you're buying this system is to play it with your friends, right? Like the best place to play is the place – that you like the most. Like there isn't a exactly. better system. I play my PS5 a lot more now just because the exclusives are better. But I still and they I, are right now. And I still have my Xbox One X, which arguably is still very good, and I don't really need a series. They don't sell them anymore. So Right, but I don't need a series X. What do I need it for? Yeah, that's the thing I'd say there too, is like obviously, I mean, I really like I I always own everything. I really like the Series X, but like you can get by with just having a one X right now. Well, and if this cloud totally stuff, and if, if this cloud stuff becomes real, where like yeah. I can stream a Series X on my One X, which in theory should be possible, but yeah. it is. I told you, I I, I saw Ross try uh, Yakuza Seven right. on his One X with like the Series X stream, and it worked. Right. So, so why do I need? I don't need the system. Exactly. But, that, but that's also the main difference between these systems now. Sony is trying to sell you a system, and they're trying yeah. to sell you first party titles and they're trying to sell you plus Xbox is trying to sell you, sell you a service to their service mm-hmm. and you can play it wherever you want. Like PC has game pass for Christ's sake. Like they, they want Pretty you to buy have everything. Yeah. The brand yeah. and not the console. And like you said before, like all they've ever done ever since ever since, to be fair, ever since they fired Don Matrick cause he's an idiot. Oh my God. All they've ever done is apologize and fix things and give you what specifically what you ask for and more. You should watch as I, I just since you brought it, Don Magic up. You should watch that documentary they did last fall for the Xbox stuff for like the twenty years because they actually have an interview with Don Magic today. Oh my god! And he's kind of like, yeah, I fucked up. Well, yeah, <laughs> so it's uh, it's a it's a really interesting. It's on YouTube. You can watch the whole thing. It's narrated it. by. Um, about it when it happened because his, his, the main problem they had was he did a really poor job of explaining it. Mm-hmm. And then the marketing somehow doubled down on what he, he tripled down on what <laughs> and, he it was, and just ruined everything. Like, cause even then, like we all still bought an Xbox at like you, me, like our, our group, like we all bought Xboxes at launch. But even then, like, do you remember what launch was like for that Xbox? Yeah. Broken party system. Yeah. Like, like just, it, it was a terrible machine. Yeah. In the beginning, and you, so, yeah, the it, UI it was patch bad, after like, patch after patch. Oh, it was terrible. Yeah. So but yeah, so the best like uh, right now, I can I, I guess you'd call me a Sony person right now, but that's just because I have a PS5 and like yeah. I'm playing Horizon, yeah. and I'm playing Sony games. But exactly, I play games, not systems. <laughs> Does it help that the last Halo, <laughs> you know, didn't really and, fire on that? Yeah, all I didn't need it. it should. I just, it was you the first time like I didn't really need it. You know. Hey, if I had campaign co-op that first day, maybe well, that would have been a different. Maybe, game. but again, that's a game pass. <laughs> I don't have to buy that game. Uh, how about you, Matt? Um, so I, I've kind of owned most of everything. Um, I really didn't get into Xbox. Uh, it wasn't okay. anything about it that was like halting me or telling me no. Uh, my brother-in-law was really big in Xbox and so was my sister and they always played Halo. So I would okay. go over to their house and play Halo all the time. Sure. But Halo didn't warrant me ever wanting to buy an Xbox. So I never touched it. Uh, I had the regular Nintendo, the Super Nintendo. I never had a Genesis, but my friends always did. So I would just go <laughs> over and play with them. Yep. You know, the the they had the better system than me. 
Right. Uh, Which is wrong, but that's fine. Right, right, right. I, feel like that's what, I feel like that's what every kid in that era that, that had a Genesis, that's how they were. Well, yeah, that's, the that's, that's the better good. system. It's like, I don't, uh, yeah, it's like, like, I don't think so. It's like, like hey, you guys want to come play Nintendo at my house? And they're like, no, we have the Genesis at our house. Yeah. And I'm just so like, come on now. Uh, <laughs> but the for me, what did it? Sony, um, the PS1, my mom and dad bought me a PS1 for Christmas. And the only reason I remembered that is because I opened one of the boxes on the side, like I cut it and then I retaped it for Christmas. Mm-hmm. But when I cut it open, it was Resident Evil. And I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> so I taped it back up and I was super excited. So that was like my real memory with the PS1 was playing Resident Evil 1. Okay. And then, uh, of course, Metal Gear Solid, when that dropped, I really enjoyed that on the PS1. So I just kind of stuck with Sony going forward and I got the PS2 and the PS3 and I never bought a Dreamcast. I never messed with the Sega Saturn. No, and and I just kept kind of going with PlayStation and it wasn't because there was nothing like wrong with Xbox. It was just, I just liked the PlayStation better, you know? Yeah. And so I have a, a series S right now. And but I use it for Game Pass. Realistically, yeah. I don't really yeah. buy a lot for it because Game Pass is so good. I'm like, you know, no this is <laughs> right. I'm like, there's no point it's... in buying real games unless I really wanted to. Like the only reason I really bought that was because the well, when I bought it on Black Friday, they had um, what's the game? Star Wars, the, the the Jedi Fallen Order. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. And that came with it. And I was like, well, then, yeah, I'm sold. Let me grab one of these because it's a decent price and I really want to play that game. And Quantum Break was the other game I was really interested in because the okay. storyline sounded cool. And so those are the really only two games I really purchased. But I, I mean, I still play my PS4 because I don't have a PS5 because I can't find a PS5 anywhere I want to look. So, but um, yeah, I. I and I have a Switch, but like you said, Dan, it's more for like Zelda and Pokemon because I can't play those where anywhere else except for on the yeah, Switch. Right. So, yeah, of course I bought those. But I, I feel like a lot of my other friends play their Xboxes. So I'm actually, you know, it doesn't really bother me that I don't really play with a lot of people because there are people that I play with on my PlayStation that I just play with all the time. So it's not like it impacts me for any reason. But I would say the PlayStation is probably where I have most of my memories, like my core memories in gaming. So that's kind of where I've just stuck, I have to say. Uh, But I will I will also include on that, though, I am actively retro collecting for everything I can. And I bought a Sega Saturn off a friend of mine's for 50 bucks. That's and it was a fantastic (laughs) deal. I bought it from him like almost three, four no, actually, yeah, about four or five years ago. And now that system and the games I bought are my highest profitable collection right now. Oh, yeah. Without question. Kyle, Kyle, oh, yeah. Kyle's seen Mindset or stuff, so he knows. It's fantastic. Uh, it's crazy. <laughs> I, um, since, you're, since you're a Saturn guy and you know like, the values of this stuff, this will blow your mind. I actually have a copy of Saga that I got for $10. What? Probably <laughs> like 2005 or six era. Yeah. And some guy came to trade it in at our game crazy. 
And it was a weird time because we, we took Saturn games at the time, but we for whatever reason, that game was not in the system. And I took a chance. I said, hey, man, like for whatever reason, we don't take this game, but I'm interested in it. What do you want for it? Because I knew what it was. And he, goes, <laughs> and he goes, well, at the time, but at the time, you got to remember, this game was only like $300 at the time. Right. Only $300. But um, oh, he's like, oh, I don't, he's like, well, I know it's kind of rare. And I'm like, oh, damn. You know, so, so like $10. And I kind of just got <laughs> out of my pocket and said, here you go. And that's that's how I got my pants to dress. That is awesome. Original, he was the original owner, so I just that's only ever been owned by two people. I just pulled up in my game. I just to see, and like my number one, my number one game now, shockingly, is that Fire Emblem Fate Special Edition is up to four twenty five. It's going. That game's going, but it keeps going up. But underneath it is that Castlevania uh, Legacy of Darkness, which I paid one. I think I paid a hundred for that. So oh, the sixty four one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because it's complete. I got that complete with the box, which is like impossible today because it's a blockbuster game. Yeah. So if you remember back in the day, Blockbuster, like they would cut those boxes up. Yeah. This is a pristine box. Like that's why I went for it when we saw it on Facebook or whatever. I'm like, I need to get this because this is absurd that somebody has it. Because I also have a copy of that Indiana Jones game for the 64 yeah. with a box, but the box is cut up. Yeah. So it's not. I had, uh, I saw so. my Stunt Racer was too, which is a bummer because Stunt Racer is a bummer. Great. But like it just – that stuff's getting nuts. And that's yeah. – I, I haven't really – Gone. We're we're you know my girlfriend and I are planning on going to that place in May uh, in, su- in the yeah. southern part of the state. Uh, that'll be the first like retro stuff I've looked at in like two years <laughs> since, yeah. the pa- since the pandemic started. So to I go back haven't... to the Saturn stuff real quick, I mean, I mean, the main reason like you were talking about Matt was like that stuff's rare now because nobody had it. Like my yeah. experience as a Saturn at the time it came out was a kid a kid behind me on the street behind me had a birthday party. Where his parents rented him a PlayStation and a Saturn. <laughs> and like, at the time, wow. like, think about that because you had to put deposits down and all this kind of mm-hmm, stuff. Mm-hmm. And then he got like three games for each one. And I remember the funniest thing is I remember playing the Saturn more. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just, I, like, I had one kid in my neighborhood, and ironically, a kid in the street behind me as well, that actually owned a Saturn. So, like, with the one random kid where I'm like, you have a Sega what? Like, Sega Saturn? Yeah. Yeah, uh, it was one of those games. It was, it was one of those systems that were really slept on because I, I, growing up, I never heard anyone ever playing it. So, like, when I found out my friend was selling it, I was like, I, I didn't look, like, this was before I started doing all of my retro collecting, but I, I didn't look in, up anything, but he was like, I'll sell it to you for 50 bucks since I know you. And I was like, well, man this is a steal. I was like, yeah, of course I'll be there to pick it up. (laughs) And then now after I started retro collecting and I actually started looking at the collection, I was like, holy cow. Like if this guy found out exactly how much (laughs) stuff he had, he'd probably kick my ass. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's that stuff. Like it's not even just that, like in terms of value stuff, like I remember the Michael Keaton Batman I bought at the store, Dan, that's up to a thousand dollars now. Yeah. And that's just because of that Jeez. movie, you know. <laughs> so like that's everything. A lot of this stuff control. is just driving up. Yeah, I yeah. should look and see how much that Genesis in box I have is now. That's got to be up there too. Well, I, I the problem is I don't think it is just because people don't care about Genesis. That's true. Because they were a ton of them. Like you can. That was cool to movie. get. That was cool to get because I didn't have yeah. one as a kid. So that's right. why I was like, this is a cool thing to own. Like the, the weird stuff now is like you mentioned that Fire Emblem mm-hmm. game. That game is going bananas <laughs> because that eShop was shutting down. Oh, that makes right. sense then, because oh, you yeah. only get the third game digitally. Otherwise, yes. yeah, it only unless you have that cartridge or digital. So when that shop closes, 
that's the only way that that game exists anymore. That literally sits on the shelf next to my TV in the living room with my <laughs> other Final, uh, um, Fire Emblem Collector's Edition, that other like remake of the Super Nintendo one, and then what I got from Eric, that Zone of the Enders Collector's Edition yeah. thing. Like I have all three of those just sit there. So oh. it just sits there. <laughs> like, but a lot of those 3DS games especially have climbed in price. But that one, I just every time I open the app, it just it's higher and higher and higher. I'm like, this is absurd. So it's ridiculous. So, well, it was nice that we actually had emails for once. Uh, if you want to email anything in, the email is podcast572 at gmail.com. Um, other than that, though, I think we're going to wrap it up for this episode. Um, Matt, it was a joy to have you on. Yeah, it was a pleasure to be here, <laughs> you're, fellas. You're welcome to come back whenever. Oh, yeah, <laughs> so, totally. Um, other than that, uh, I just, thanks for everybody listening and we'll hopefully see you, uh, sooner rather than, yeah. rather than later on, on the next episode here. So thanks for listening. Yep.